What's up? Welcome What's to up? the Polynesian yeah. Podcast. I'm Lance Palatongo. What's up? I'm Forrest Bobla. And I'm Luke Jones. How's it going, baby? <laughs> hey, uh, man, welcome back to the show, guys. Yes, yes. It's been a while. It's a... Uh, it's always good to uh, to talk with friends, uh, man. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna definitely discuss uh, what's been happening recently since we last talked. Uh, episode our last episode, episode seventeen, was with Irai Hosea, uh, founder of Levasa Island Apparel, and uh, check that episode out if you haven't already. But since then, a lot's happened in the uh, sporting world, especially in the NFL where Aaron Rodgers deciding to stay in Green Bay triggered an avalanche of other uh, trades before free agency. And now we've been in a couple of days into free agency and seen a, a bunch of big names uh, trading places. And like the bio in the, the NFL's Twitter uh, was uh, Ty Lockett. It was like a retweet of Ty Lockett. It was like Madden about to look totally different next year man (laughs) (laughs) people are on the move um green bay manages to keep aaron Rodgers with a four-year what is it for 50 million a year some yeah no that was what it was reported at the gate was he was getting 50 and he was like he was like i I resigned but it's not for 50 million a year I would have assumed that that was that meant that Devontae Adams was staying because the Packers franchised him, right? Yeah, but so, I mean, that also means that uh, any team could match it. You know what I mean? They had all, all other teams had to do is either match it or make a slightly better offer. If if you're the friend, so they give you the franchise tag, which gives other teams they're able to match it. What? And then yeah, but uh, I think. I was reading the reports. Had the Raiders made a better offer sheet, I think they would have still had to give what they got in the trade anyway. Okay, what what was the the trade for Devontae? A first and a second in this a year's first draft. and a second. Yep. And what what picks were those? Middle. You guys made the playoffs. What the hell? Yeah. So it's the twenty second. The twentieth pick. Twenty second. Twenty second pick. And like what? Fifty six pick. Yeah. For Devontae Adams? And some Cheetos. That's totally different than it being like a top five first, first round pick or and second round pick. The like but, I mean the, uh the second and the thirty-fourth overall pick would have been totally different than what you guys right. right. How, you did, about that, how does that work? Oh because the Packers because didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. So either <laughs> that, yeah. Either get those two picks or like get they, they were gonna get picks anyway, but probably not those two picks. He would have so, held out. Yeah, and they would have to give him, like, uh, the Raiders would have made their offer. And I think you make your offer, but you still have to give up something for him. I was reading the details. I forgot. So in making that trade, they still they were guaranteed the first and the second round. So and what then, I always remembered was that if you were signed to the franchise tag, if you get traded or if, if someone else signs your player, that's two first-round picks. Maybe that's what it was, but I don't know. I guess this year it's like maybe guaranteed. they worked something out. Yeah, before the the franchise stuff went through. And reportedly, the contract that uh, he got from the Raiders is a little less than what uh, yeah Bay was offering. So he's taking less money 
to go play with Derek his Carr. Best friend, his best friend from college. He gets to play in Vegas. He don't have to play in no fucking snow no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, how big of a how big of a part was that in the decision? I think it's big. There's he a lot doesn't of have to that, be in Lambo anymore. I mean, he played at Fresno State his college years, so and then he gets to go to Green Bay and freeze his ass off. Not only in Green Bay, but he has to play in Chicago, Detroit. You know, granted, <laughs> Detroit's in the dome, but you know, he don't have to play in these cold ass places yeah. no more. So. So now he yeah. goes to Vegas with his his uh, his college roommate, college, college roommate. teammate, and what is that? How is Derek Carr really that guy? I'm a Derek Carr fan. I mean, you guys, yeah, I've said that before. Yeah, I like you know, yeah, I like I, his play I, style. I like the way he conducts himself. He's yeah. like a good leader, great, you know. He's just not, not quite, just not Brett that Favre. that physical level of the Mahomes or the right. Josh Allen's, you right. know, but like. A very good he, quarterback and a tough guy. Like, yeah. What is he really that guy that he could convince he, he, one of the best wide receivers in, in league history to just we're talking about just football leave an MVP, a two a back to back MVP. Back to back MVP. Football wise, like, come on. Football skill wise, I, he's he's there. He's not like you say, he's not Mahomes or anything like that. But I think being the person that he is, I think that also played a factor into Devontae leaving because yeah, they were good friends before uh, this, obviously, because they were in college together. Mm. They're good friends in college, but he's always been a really good guy. Like, if you hear people talk about Derek Carr around the league, they always talk about just how a stand-up guy he is. You know, they all love him. I know that played a factor into that. Uh, but, like, there are times, like, there was a couple games last year where you didn't think Derek Carr was going to make, like, a first down, and then he took, like, a second, like, burst, and he – Damn, he's pretty fast. You know, he's got the tools. I was I was going to say that he's like, a, he's not quite Brett Favre, but when I watch him, I see a lot of the same traits. So, yeah. Uh, Brett Favre had like a 99 throwing power, right? That's the only thing, yeah, because Brett Favre's arm was just ridiculous. Carr can sling it, right? He had that zero blitz. What, is, what was it versus the Jets on the last, like, the buzzer beater that he threw a touchdown? Yep. To a touchdown, he can chuck it. He can, he can. So, but, uh, so what is the knock on him? Because he's a, a raider. That too. That too. <laughs> also, you know, people look at him and be like, "Oh, he lost that game." Oh, because he's the one that fumbled the ball. You know, at this play, or he gave up uh, those touchdowns. Right? Okay. You know, what I mean, he's a quarterback. Every quarterback that played, every starting quarterback in the NFL is going to take the brunt of that heat for their team. Just so happens he plays for a really high-profile team, you know. The Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, I want to. I want to feel. I feel like okay. Derek Carr had something to do with it, right? They're friends. Yep. Not having to play in cold weather anymore had something to do with it, and also moving to Las Vegas. We're moving to Las Vegas. But I'm, and I mean, that's like a destination, right? That's like it as is. good as L.A., right? You and that's why they decided to move to Las Vegas. You know the, the 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 lights, the glamour of it all. It, it works mean, for the it works for the Raiders for sure. And so you get to play for Mark Davis, who has a hand in everything in Vegas. Like he owns the Aces. Uh, he's got oh, so what? he's got hotels. Um, he's trying to. Uh, he owns the Knights too. I think he's a part owner of the Knights, the hockey team there. So all three teams are affiliated because of Mark Davis. 
What? Mark yeah. Davis owns the Knights too, and the Aces. I think, he's a, I think he's a part owner of them. I don't know if he owns them outright. And also, uh, he's yeah, got just. Mark I mean, Davis. it's good for business. Oh, like after okay. after you play, and you have Mark Davis as your owner. I know a couple of players uh, from the WNBA and some of the NFL, uh, the Raiders, go into business with Al Davis and some of his ventures. So, you know, you okay. think about after playing, there's a lot of benefits to it. So. And just he saw it. they signed Chandler Jones. They're making they're making strides, you know. They got uh Rocky Asin. They're making moves, and I think the Rocky Adams. Who else you guys get? Oh. Uh Averett, who's actually a decent corner in uh I'm not just saying that because we signed him, but <laughs> he was a decent corner in Baltimore. Uh they're getting pieces. Uh their backfield right now, it looks like a Patriots backfield, which is gonna benefit them having McDaniels there. So Jacobs is your starter. Kenyon Drake is your Swiss Army knife who does everything. He can run. He can catch. He can block a little. Mm-hmm. They picked up uh, uh, what's it? Jacoby uh, Johnson, is it? The fullback from the Patriots. They picked up. This guy is 6'4", 6'3", 255 pounds with some speed. And he catches the ball at the backfield. Oh, Inside shit. him. They signed uh, – who's the other running back that signed? Jesus. They signed another so, – but their backfield is set now. You know, that's one of the positions that are set, and they look pretty much like a, a Patriots backfield, and that'll, that'll, that'll benefit them. A lot of people were sad for losing Yannick uh, Ngakwe, but he doesn't fit the system. <laughs> Doesn't well, are you laughing? I, wanted, that I got that last name right. <laughs> no, Yannick and Yeah, but that was the guy that like stomped out the what was it? The so that's what I was. I I, I put that in a in a, in a chat. The logo, like, the, really? field, the guy ooh, that stomped ooh, out logo, the logo and it? lost us the game. Bro, I was like, so, um, but if you see, oh, if you see like um, the way they're setting up the defense. It's pretty much the way uh, their coordinator is going to want to do it because he's. I think his base is going to be a three-four. So a lot of the guy like China Jones uh, is perfect for that, and he's familiar with uh, with McDaniel's and the defensive coordinator. So um, how many? Uh, how many? Does, moves. So Derek Carr, Hunter Ren- is going to have Devontae Adams. It's going to open up Darren Waller. It's going to open up Hunter Renfro more. Josh right, Jacobs right. is going to find more, you know, cornerbacks than linebackers. And so they won't be able to stack the line anymore. Yep. They won't right. Because you got to guard three people in the passing game. Right. Uh, and a quarterback that knows how to read things and put the ball where it needs to go. Right. So you, you assume that Derek Carr will have more touchdowns next season? Yes. Will Devontae Adams have as many receiving touchdowns as he had last season. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So this is the thing. (laughs) Devontae Adams, everybody's going to think that he's going to be like, they didn't bring him in to be the the long ball threat. They know he, he ran a four, six in in college, uh, coming out of college, ran a four, six at the combine. So, you know I mean? He's still got speed. There's a difference between game speed and your 40 that you run. He's still pretty quick. But what they really got him for is because we had red zone problems. 
and he's the highest scoring red zone wide receiver last year. Luke, do you think the Raiders are are super legit now, or are they uh, do they matter in the AFC? In the AFC West? In the AFC West? Oh yeah, that, that was a big move, and they are making little moves. They're sneaky, and I just think that the number one elephant in the room here is Derek. Like we all love him; he's a great guy. But is he that guy? Amen. Amen. We, he's gonna have to prove it this year now. He's gonna have to, cause man, I, I feel like he's he always is pretty solid. He's always solid. He just never, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He does his job. He needs to take that the next step. I think. Yeah, amen. He can't just be solid anymore. He's got to be, like you said, Luke. He's got to be the guy now. Who's yeah. gonna be the guy in Seattle? Oh man. Good luck, man. What you talking about? Russell, Russell Wilson <laughs> traded to the Denver Broncos. AFC West is making moves. But Seattle trades uh, Russ to the Broncos. What do they get back? They got a lot of picks. Um, and a decent tight end. Decent tight end. Noah Fan. yep. Quarterback Drew Locke. And a backup quarterback. Shelby Harris, D-tackle. Oh, yeah, Shelby Harris. That was a, that's a pretty big ad for you guys. Yeah, it's and then two first, it's right? Just, it's just really hard to talk about because you look at it, Russell Wilson and you just love him, but at the same time, I I don't know. Drew Locke could he could be a starter. He's had a lot of riddled. He started right. He started a few games. Didn't he get hurt though? I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I thought he got hurt is why he had to stop starting. I think that's what it was, and then they just left. Uh, they had Drew, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah. The, Teddy Bridgewater stepped in when he got hurt, and then they just started Teddy Bridgewater after from the, for the rest of the season. Man, yeah, I, I, I was, I don't know. I kind of hope they go maybe make it, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but Baker Mayfield. What if we go and get him? Because Deshaun's gone, and Baker needs a home. Deshaun Watson now in Cleveland after the the Browns traded uh, for him. That means Baker's on the way out. You think Baker would fit with Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, Ty Lock? No offense. That's tough because, I mean, Baker's had some big games, but at the same time you look at Odell and the things he said, and it was pretty true because Odell, I mean, unless he just – was Decided not playing, playing when he got to the Rams. <laughs> he started balling out once he got over there, and I don't know. I I feel like Baker has a lot in the tank, but I feel like Baker's a lot of talk, and I also don't know if I want that on my Seahawkies. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll take what I said back earlier in his career because he's not that guy. But I once called him Johnny Manziel 2.0. I made that tweet, man. <sighs> Yeah, it, this is weird. It's kind of it's been a weird off season, and it just kind of happened. I, f- I feel like out of nowhere, just bro, every, shit is different now. This season's yeah. gonna be so crazy. Like Tom Brady is not here, and then Tom Brady came right back. Fuck them kids. It's yeah. what Tom Brady said. Really <laughs> he did. He's back. He's like, you know what? I've been at home. 
with my family, and I've realized that's that what I, said. I, I hate my kids. <laughs> what? I hate my kids. Go out, man. Just go out on a high note. You get. You were in the playoffs. You won with the Bucks. You showed everyone that you're that guy, even without Bill Belichick. And then you came back and you said, let's run this shit back. We'll return all 22 starters. We'll get back to the Super Bowl. We'll win in L.A. I'll be Tom Brady, eight-time Super Bowl champion, and then I'll go. That didn't work out. He decided he'd leave. I feel like it's got to be a business decision, though. Do you think it's really like a passion thing, or is he just setting up his next Forex commercial? Like, is this? No, I mean, you know what he could have really done and made a splash and made, like, advertisement money? Sign with the XFL. I would have signed with the XFL. What? No. He would have been the face of the league. He would only have to play, like, what? Jameis Winston could be the face of the league. Like an eight-game season? For the XFL. He would have legitimized the XFL. And he would have been best friends with The Rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. no. He would have been Brady. in the last, he would have been in the next uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie. See? <laughs> Tom Brady could, just comes in. I feel like Tom Brady's going to be a great, he's going to have an amazing post playing career. I think it's just oh, all man. set up for that. He is. It's already been set up. He's had 20 years to like peep game and prep things. And I just feel like they've got it all planned out. Hey Luke, let me ask you this, man, because I know I know the bigger loss to the team is Russell Wilson on the field. But who are you gonna miss more? Bobby or, or, or Russ? Oof. That's tough. It, I'm gonna miss Russell more, but at the same time, Bobby he was big for us and he's kind of that last little piece. Cause dude, when he I think about how good their defense used to be, and he was he used mm-hmm. to be the young dude out there and it's kind of weird. It's weird thinking how he just left. And then he made that tweet. Like, damn, I found out, like, what do you say? He found I out. I found out how y'all found out. Yep. Yep. Dude, See, that to me I, makes he me. He said Richard Sherman. He said yeah. Richard Sherman never lied. <laughs> Seriously. But see, like, that's the thing. When I think, I think of Seattle, like, on the field, yeah, I think Russ got them to all these things. But when I think of Seattle as a team, I always think, I think Bobby Wagner embodied Seattle because he just gave everything. Came to work every day. You never heard Bobby Wagner complain about a contract, about playing time, about nothing like that. He just came to work every day and made every play he had to. I agree. And you know what? We can say what we want about Russ and that defense won him that Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, they did. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't really done shit since then. So Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to win. Like people, you know what I mean? They don't want to tell you that, but it's tough to win championships without a defense because yeah. you can literally kick a field goal and win three to zero if you wanted to. Amen. That's today. that is true. Yeah. So, what is the uh, what is the plan for the rebuild, or is it just a reload? Is it lock in reload. Drew Lock into that QB one position and get right back into the playoffs? You're in the NFC is West. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. The, is there uh, any rookie quarterback out there that? could come in and save Seattle. Yo, they're, the None. rookie quarterbacks are all about to look really good to people that still know, need a quarterback man. right now. Know. How about a trade for They're going to shoot up the draft board. How many quarterbacks do you think going in the first round in this draft class with no good quarterbacks? One, three, three, four. Three. Seattle is definitely drafting three. a quarterback. In the, with the, in the first round? I, I'd like if, if Pete Carroll just went defense. and he like He's like, you know what? 
I'm not going to say it out loud, but we're going to lose this season. But I'm going to get me some blue chippers in the first three hey, rounds and turn this really around, scared. set the foundation for the next 20 years of my Seahawks coaching career. What's it going to be like, they 98? Some, they got some really good linebackers coming out this year. So, what? Okay, so who do the Seahawks have on the roster right now that you feel like you guys should build around? Brooks? Metcalf. Oh, Adams. Metcalf. What? Adams, Adams a little older. Adams is a yeah. small linebacker. I don't care what people say. <laughs> Adams is a smaller he's a, linebacker. He's a fast linebacker. He's Jamal a really Adams fast linebacker. Blinton. And there's this boy. Man. You guys, you guys re-signed Quadre Diggs? Yay. <laughs> Metcalf, I think Metcalf would be a really good. Your backfield looks pretty good. Uh if they can stay healthy, because Carson and Rashad Penny, when they're healthy, they run all over everybody. Carson's they, a little tank. They just just a compressed D- DK. Yeah, they they resigned uh, Penny. You have Carson. If they can stay healthy, that's a one-two punch. That, Man, Rashad yep, Penny looks so good at the end of the year last year. Right, dude. right, yeah. So I think- <laughs> and Luke just like Luke is just like fuck this. It's so rough. I just want to win again. How do you guys win again? Hey, oh, how do you? If Tennessee can get to the playoffs, running behind, uh, what's his name the whole season? And Derek then, Henry? Oh, yeah, Tannehill. No, don't mention that name. If they can run behind Derrick Henry, and then the you know the key players that they had in the backfield that followed him, they did really good while he was gone. Yep, they kept yep. that team floating. Not that. The imposter of a quarterback that stole Mariota's job. <laughs> oh, now it makes sense. I get it now. Marcus Mariota. Also, Are Ryan is Ryan yeah. Tannehill and Derek Carr in the same category? No, Ryan Tannehill is a is a wide receiver. I don't care what people say. He was a, <laughs> a four star wide receiver in high school. He was a four star wide receiver when he got to Texas A and M before they made him a quarterback. He still runs the ball like a wide receiver. No, bro. His last three contracts say quarterback on them. Yeah. He well, made the switch. They don't know how to spell quarterback in Tennessee. In. <laughs> My guy cashed in. He's like, you know what? I could just be the most high-paid position in all of – wait, not sports, right? There are some, like, what, wings or strikers in, in yeah. soccer, like international soccer that make yeah. more money. Oh, That's God. contract money, right? Not like endorsements. They probably make oh, that yeah. Luke, it's not it's not, you know, a super bright time in, in Seahawks, uh in, in like your time as a Seahawks fan. But like what would, you would change be, for Garoppolo? What would you ooh, no. would you change no. for Garoppolo? No? no. Hell no. Would you what what would be like <laughs> the dream scenario from this point? Getting a rookie quarterback that hits. Deshaun Watson and and that that sailed. So I don't even know after that because it was it was talked that he he wasn't gonna come and then it was not even close and then all of a sudden the Browns. See, that's what I'm saying. How can you trust him? He was a liar when he was talking about the all the civil cases, and then he he lied about he was gonna go to see Deshaun Watson didn't tell. And he said he said the Panthers were out, the Browns were out. He wasn't going, and then. What did he do? Hey, guess what, guys? I'm gonna go to the Browns. <laughs> good, good luck, Deshaun, bro. I 
you picked a really, really, really big climb. I just feel like they've the Browns haven't done anything in so long. Well, who's he gonna throw it's, to? Cooper? Yeah, they okay. just lost Landry. Yeah, they lost Landry. So all they really have is Cooper. Well, and uh in Joku, but I mean he didn't come out until late in the season too. Those are the only I two. I mean, but Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson was playing with the Texans with just like Brandon Cooks, right? Like that was Hopkins. his only. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Andre Hopkins. Yeah, the best wide receiver besides Devontae Adams in the league. <laughs> how long was that? I wait. Okay, how long has Hopkins been? Getting gone? old. I know, right? I mean, I... How long? How long has Hopkins been in in Arizona? Because he's about to retire. Just this also getting paid twenty seven million dollars this year, what or average? So that's and that's yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Like going back to Devontae Adams, like. Uh, those guys got away with the steal, Arizona, when they traded for. Because what did they give Hopkins? up? Like I, I don't think they they only gave up like a third. I think Chargers only so, gave up a second for Khalil Mack. Well, and a six next year. But well, you'll find out why next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, uh, I'm excited for that. No, he's gonna be a real good one. Um. I mean, yeah, shifting over to the Chargers, you guys did a really good offseason, too. You were able to re-sign uh, Mike Williams. Uh, you got the D-line, some help that you need. I think you guys still need a D-tackle, though. We signed two D-tackles, uh, one from the Giants, uh, Austin Johnson, and one from the Rams, Sebastian Joseph Day. He was um, pretty good. Yeah, we suck uh, as far as, like, Getting pressure through the interior or in like just run defense, the Chargers just let people run through and around and pass them all the time. It's really hard to play defense from behind someone who's running down the field for a touchdown. But I, man, <laughs> I think uh, Khalil Mack not only like obviously he's a pass rushing phenom. Still, what is he? Thirty three. Yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, still early. Uh, but also, I think it's going to be a big help on it, on the ground. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be an upgrade, and we're going to be able to make more stops and then unleash that pass rush. You got to yeah. work so that you can eat. You got to work early, <clears throat> get the run, like close up the run game, contain it. So you can get to these passing downs where you have a long to go situation. So like third and long, third and ten, third and pl- ten plus, and then then you get to unleash Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, right, right, and let Brandon Staley start mixing up his uh his backfield behind those two because then you don't have to send crazy blitzes all the time. You can just send to them create pressure when yeah. it's best. You can just have. You know your four-man D line, or three-man D line and one outside rusher, uh, and then be able to drop seven back. I think it's going to be a huge help. It's definitely an upgrade over what we've had. So it's exciting. Jason I think, Jackson uh, also. Yeah, I think Chargers. that's what Mac brings to your team a little bit more. Stay's going to be able to be a little bit more versatile with the defense now. He's going to be able to do a lot more. Just having Mac there, and then so your linebackers are pretty much set, man. Uh, Murray, uh, Jeremiah, and uh, who else you guys got? So other than, yeah. Uh, no, sorry, he plays for the Browns. 
what is the Drew? Uh, Tranquil. Drew Tranquil. You guys are pretty sad at, uh, at linebacker. And oh, man. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you want to see the Raiders do in the draft? Oh, you guys got mid-round picks. You're not really worried about it? Uh, I mean, I, I, I expect Ziggler to at least try to get back into the second round. And I think he's going to take a, either a right tackle or I think a safety. I don't know if they're going to – because of the, uh, the, the sets that they're going to run on defense, they could probably keep John Abrams there, but I think they're going to look for another safety. Um, if they don't go after uh, the Honey Badger, I think they'll draft a safety. But I think what they're really looking for right now is a right tackle and probably another D tackle just to show up what they got. So, just a couple more pieces away. You guys already made the playoffs last year, so looking to build I think on tomorrow. Them. They'll be announcing that they signed uh, Stephen Gilmore. Stephon. Yep. You, did you hear about that? Was it the Nike uh, pitch to Curry where they called him Stephen? And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I'm out." And that's why. Yeah, exactly why he's out. Exactly. <laughs> It's like I'm. I'm gonna go to under. You don't know my name, yeah. <laughs> but I think tomorrow, I think it's gonna be a two-year deal uh, that uh, Stephen Gilmore is signing with the Raiders tomorrow. Oh, it, yo, is that legit? That's happening. What the hell, man? I know, That's I know enough. Some people. You guys have had. I know some you guys already had Devontae Adams. There's a limit to how many superstar players you can sign. He's he's not that much of a superstar anymore. That's why people Stephon I mean, Gilmore. I mean, hey, JC Jackson is is the big winner of cornerbacks this uh, offseason so far. Yeah, so you true. guys got the better cornerback yeah. on paper. Five <laughs> years, eighty-two and a half million dollars. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big commitment. That's seventeen. That's seventeen million a year. I don't think we're stopping at. Uh, I'm with it. Uh, I think they're gonna try. They're they're supposedly about to sign Stephen Gilmore tomorrow on a two year deal, and they might be going after Akeem Hicks next. Next year? No, because he's a free agent right now. The Browns let him go. So, uh, who? I mean the Bears. The Bears let him go. Oh, okay. Oh, does he play he tackle? Akeem Hicks. Yep. Come through, my guy. Come to L.A. <laughs> Vegas yeah. is crazy, man. They have like cops that like you people be speed racing and shit through there. You got it. <laughs> uh, Luke, do you uh, do you know who you guys want to draft or take for free agency for the Seahawks? No, like <laughs> I don't know anything about Seattle right now. I'm so it's weird. It feels like the Blazers. Like I feel like we had a decent. team. Team, we you know could have made it over the hump with a good move, but we went the other route, and that's what Seattle is doing. They're going the other route, and Russell Wilson is my favorite player of all time. And they just, yeah. I just am so sad. It's just, but to oh, be honest, man. at this point, I think I think we're doing a good job, <gasps> just kind of sticking with what we got. Do you know what this had all this is leading to? The Seahawks oh, signing Cam Newton. Oh man, <laughs> that is 
Now, yeah, let's go. I'm talking about how much I've defended Cam Newton, dude, and he's really looked bad the last two years. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Sorry, maybe he just needs Pete Carroll's guidance. He has not looked well, guys. No. <laughs> he's made me look like a fool a couple of times last season. Well, That's my guy. <laughs> Why? I just need him to not throw. Yo, even last year, he was like scoring 30-yard rushing touchdowns. But then he would follow it up with like 80-yard pick sixes. And they'd be like, you can't you know, throw interceptions you know in the red zone and right. then let them go all the way down the field for six points. You know who you just described? Tannen Hill. Oh, I was going to be like, Philip fucking Rivers. Hey, what do you think of Jacoby Brissett? Would you guys go after Jacoby Brissett? Yes, and I, I'd be totally cool with that if, the, if Seattle, honestly, I forgot about him. That's that. Where is he now? Not in Indianapolis? Miami. He, he played Wait, Miami was quite he a bit be- last year. Yeah, he was two as oh. backup last year. I think he's the free agent issue. He was his backup, but he, he played a lot of games. That's the thing. Once Aaron Rodgers re-signed with Green Bay, like four different uh, quarterback moves happened. Well, they had to like imagine. now all the quarterbacks are gone. So if you need because, a quarterback now, you got to draft one or wait until next year. Well, that's what everybody then you, you're out here like. Yeah, I would take Jacoby Brissett right now over right. these motherfuckers. But that's so San Francisco was waiting on uh Rodgers. Seattle was waiting on Rodgers. Um uh okay. Las Vegas was kind of waiting on Rodgers as well to see what he was going to do and the Saints as well. And so once he signed the contract, everybody had to scramble to get, you know what I mean, before the other teams go after the guys that they wanted. And then Brady came back and everyone's like, "Fuck. <laughs> no, we really got to sign people." They had teams actually um Calling uh, Andrew Luck. There were teams that were calling Andrew Luck. Yeah, that's uh, that's how bad it's getting. For like, I'm just. What if we have a baby that becomes a quarterback? <laughs> it's gonna be if you were a good quarterback. There's only there's not even 32 of them in the at any one time. There's like. Hey, look, you want to know a bright side? Quarterbacks. You want to know a bright side you can look at? At least you went to the Steelers and gave Trubisky the contract that they gave you. I don't <laughs> think that's going to – that's your Trubisky thing. Are people hyped? Are Steelers fans hyped over Mitch Trubisky? No. They're, they're being very, look, very content, though. I, I, this, I, I have a couple of Steelers customers that come through the Dutch Bros line, and I was, like, making his drink today, and I look over at him, and I'm like, Mitchell Drabisky, huh? <laughs> and he started laughing and he goes, Yes, sir. I'm pretty jacked about it, actually. And I was like, What? Oh, I, like, he has like, to be. <laughs> I was like, It's not bad, I guess. And he's like, He he had a year as backup. He might be all right. And I'm like, Man, I hope the best for you. Have a good day, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're in my prayers. Hey, be blessed. You know what? At least it's not Mason Rudolph, right? Yeah. 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 Have a good day, man. <laughs> Yo, that's gotta be what it is, though, man. Because they had to watch Mason Rudolph start a couple <laughs> games, and they were like, "Bring well, remember, anyone in here a, over six four, and we will cheer him on." They have Haskell there too. Haskins, Dwayne, or Haskins. Uh, uh, Ohio State, and then yeah. Washington. Yep, they got Dwayne Haskins here too. 
I think he was their practice squad quarterback last year. Damn, did you just call him a practice dummy? That's messed up, man. He was their practice squad quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so think much talent in that arm, though. Why did you leave after your freshman year? Who told you? You have the worst friends in the world that told you. To I don't think he thought he year. would like. I think he had to like ride his viral wave because he wasn't gonna. What was he a fourth rounder though? And that was just off of the hype of the national championship. Yeah, I mean, what what was the other dude that Cardell Jones? Same thing with him when he was a quarterback yeah. at Ohio State. Had that one amazing season and was like, you know what? I think I can play in the NFL. No, you can't. You can play. Yeah. A little bit. Madden. Someone will give you a shot, man, because some of these teams don't have quarterbacks, and they have to, like, go after Cardell Jones and Dwayne Haskins. Was Dwayne oh, Haskins five. a first-rounder? No, right? What? I think he was a first-rounder. Or No, because uh, Young was their first-rounder, wasn't he, that year? I'm just going to. I'm just. Yeah, I want to make sure. Gonna, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do what I tell other people to do. And I'm going to just fucking look it up. What is Dwayne doing? Like, what, why they, what's going on there? And they go get Mitchell? Or is he not on the Steelers anymore? I think he's still there because those two. Oh, Dwayne Haskins is. Oh, no, he's why I'm with confused. the Steelers. What are they doing? Go and play Dwayne and build him up. Come on. Yo, that's the whole thing, though, too. It's like cost-effectiveness. You have to have, like, a rookie quarterback. You have to have a quarterback that's good but cheap. And the only way to do that is to find a good rookie quarterback. But well, like, I was also listening to uh, McDaniel's uh, he press was conference. He was the overall pick. See? And that's what I'm saying. He wasn't worth the toilet paper that whoever scouted him uh, <laughs> went their ass with. Holy but uh, McDaniel's was saying that it's hard to to every anytime a team rebuilds, it's so hard to rebuild because coaches aren't given that. Like Gruden was might have been the only coach that was given that much leeway. They gave him a hundred mil for ten years, and they were set on letting him coach those ten years, giving him ten whole years to get the team back. But coaches aren't given that leeway anymore. Like after three seasons, it's like okay, you're not winning, you got to go. There's no such thing as a rebuild. The only thing you're rebuilding is for the next coach to come. And reap what you built. You know? That's exactly what McDaniel said. Like, mm. you're going to come in, develop these players for three years, and on the fourth year, they'll be like, well, sorry, bro. You suck for three years. We're going to bring in another coach. He's going to come in, win a Super Bowl, and then everyone's like, oh, he's a top coach. He goes to another team. They suck. And it's like, oh, it wasn't the coach. It was the development from the other coach. <laughs> Do you remember exactly- uh, Sam Hinkie? Yep. For the Sixers? Yep. Trust the process. He's like, guys, exactly. we're going to lose and then we're going to be good, but it's going to suck for a little bit. Just, you know, we'll lower the ticket prices. It'll be a good family event, but don't expect us to win for at least four years or some shit like that. Right. Right. And then everyone like revolted and they did it. They lost they a lot. They played then- bad. They traded away their stars and then they got <clears throat> Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons started moving several. Hinky got fired. What? A couple years into that, but it uh, did actually no, set them up, put them on the road to, yeah. to getting some of those. Uh, he saw that he, the first season they were good. He was still there, you know. But and that and that's just the that's just that's just the way things are now. Owners they don't want to they're impatient. They don't want to see things develop with the person that said they were going to develop. 
which is stupid because when it starts developing, you look at the roster, it's like, actually, these are all the guys that the guy we fired brought in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he knew something, you know? Maybe. Yeah, exactly. But it's too late then. He's already moved on. Hopefully right. some other team has given, had given him a chance and was a bit more patient. Ten years is a long time to give a person a job, like just off the bat. So I'm saying, so his his relationship with Mark Davis also stemmed from the relationship that he had with Al Davis. So Gruden, I mean, that was a very unique situation just because of who Gruden was or who we thought he all was. Uh, just goes to show, delete your emails. But... Yeah, I mean, look, look at the Giants. The Giants, they were given, uh, who was their gentleman? He stepped yep. down. He stepped down after three years of trying to do what he could after drafting Daniel Jones. They got now, Daniel now they're, they're, they're not even going to pick up his, uh, his option, so this might be his last season. They're actually looking to get a new point, right? A new quarterback for uh, Daniel Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Daniel Jones isn't like a – there's got to be tiers, right? There's tiers to the quarterback stuff. But, I like, by the time you get to, like, tier five and you start getting to uh, – yeah. Right. I mean – Well, I mean, see, now I'm trying to think. Would Daniel Jones be a tier five quarterback? Oh, no. And then you got to break – see, this is this needs data and time. What about Sam Darnold? Would Sam Darnold be, like, a tier five quarterback? He'd be a tier four quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like uh Derek Carr would be a three. Like uh I feel it. Like the, the top of the three. I and then it. you start get you start getting to those talented but not proven. And then you get into the can make every throw. You get into I I guess it's like any of those tiers or rankings for passers has been like Mahomes is in his own tier. Right. Of ability, like he can make like sidearm flying throws, go fifty yards and hit somebody on the you know in the end zone. So, Mahomes has definitely got some some crazy mechanisms that he's able to to use. But I'm, there's got to be a, Mahomes wasn't super heralded out of like college, like in college. While he was playing, he was, but like to scouts, it was like. It's the, they called him a system quarterback because he played at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, all the quarterbacks pretty much at Texas Tech up to that Air point. Raid. Or yep, were high scoring. You know, uh, it's just he's only got those numbers because he they pass a lot. Because yeah, because Tessberry it, it put in that system and you know, but yeah, the mechanics. Uh, the mechanics no, because it's throwing mechanics is off. If by like you know, what I mean regular standards <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but he. He had the talent, man. He could run. I remember the last, the last part of the season before the draft, like he was really showing up during games, and people were like, "Oh shit, Patrick Mahomes!" And so his hype um, really built towards the end of uh, his college career. But then, I mean, you have your the day, and then Andy Reid was like, "I need this guy to unlock right. my and my offense." Like, we go like third round. Yeah. Um they well, who? Mahomes? Yeah. Well, like eleventh. See? Overall. Yeah. Like he was uh they traded up. They they traded up for Mahomes. And then uh and then the next year Alex Smith Sorry, started. Uh, was it a third round raid? Sorry, that's what I meant. 
Oh, what? Yeah, he. They no one really graded him as a first round. That yeah, they need to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not. Yeah. That's not the best the best way to be doing your 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 scouting recognition job. <clears throat> Man, uh, what else do we got for the the NFL? Because not the, that's just stuff that happened like with our teams, the Chargers, well, I mean, Raiders, and Seahawks. Miller going over to like uh, Buffalo. Buffalo? I, I didn't Ew. see that coming at what all. What is? Yeah, how? No one saw Von Miller getting a six year contract for what? Like, what are What are you yeah. contracting for six years, old Von Miller? In yeah, I mean, a cold weather city too. now. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I really I thought mean, he I was gonna. Was if, cold, right? if he was leaving, if he was leaving uh, L.A., I thought he would have went like Dallas. Okay. But just I think like straight into just an exclusive pass rusher role. Maybe he looked over the way that uh, uh, what Josh Allen led them last year. They were pretty offensively. They're set. And then they got pieces on defense. Uh, they still have our guy over there, Jordan Poyer. Um, they got uh, AJ. AJ still there, who's actually becoming a really good defensive lineman right now. Nice. They can play him inside and out. AJ Vanessa. Yeah, they can play inside and out. Um, they had the other defensive end that they drafted that year too. Where's he from? Was he from Miami? But he's doing pretty well. The Bills so. one, the super tall yeah. one, he's like six yeah. eight. Rosenthal, yeah, 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 yeah. Rousseau or something, yeah, something like that. So they got pieces. I mean, and they were really good in the playoffs. So like, he could have been looking at that. I think a lot of guys are looking at older guys are looking at winning. Like uh, mm-hmm. Chandler Jones really said that he wanted to win multiple rings in Las Vegas. Is that so? That's the other thing, man. Like when these quotes are given back out to us. Where it doesn't say if like, and then he smiled because no, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. like, I'm trying to think. Are is that something like legit? I mean, okay. Is Chandler Jones going to be playing that many seasons? That, that's what I mean. I think obviously he wants to win at least one while he's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your spirit says you want to win more, and because it's the media, you're obviously going to be like, yeah, I want to win multiple Super Bowls here. Okay. That's just something he had to say. Yeah. Uh, um, man, what about OBJ? OBJ's people are still actually trying to sign him, but he won't be able to come back until like possibly the sixth game of the season because of the injury. Yeah, because he tore his ACL. Would you sign him? No, I don't know. I I'd, I'd, I would love to have a healthy Odell, you know, as my second, maybe even third receiver, but. Hmm. Not He's still about of, to get top money. That's crazy. That just yeah. shows how much money people have. That's I mean, true. but or maybe that just opens up only a certain number of of cap friendly teams to be able to 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 offer that amount of money to him because like, I don't I, think he's I, a twenty million dollar a year player at this point no. in his career. No, like he can like, flash across from Cooper Cup. Right. Like he can he can high point the ball and and make catches still. Yeah, but he's not going out there and running seventy routes like no. there's, and catching. You know, it's not especially after gonna, the two surgeries. Yeah. yeah, those two surgeries are going to take. You away just from can't. Him. You want him to be good enough for that, but you just can't. All these contracts are bets, right? 
Yeah. It's like, I bet that you're going to be, you're going to outperform this and the team will get more money from you. And the player right. is like, I bet that I will take as much money as possible uh, that you will <laughs> give me. Before I retire. <laughs> yeah. And, it, but that's the only way I look at these, these contracts. It's like, will they play up to the contract? Like if, uh, if Jerry Rice was only making freaking uh, like a thousand dollars a game, I mean, not, not like because he played. No, not yet. Yeah. If he was, if a great player was only making a little bit of money and like only counting like a percentage point against <clears throat> uh, the salary cap, then it doesn't really matter. You know, if he does well, if he doesn't, if he decides not to play, is that that doesn't affect the way you can build up your team because. It doesn't affect your salary cap. Now, if you have someone that's like making thirty million against the cap and they decide not to play, now you got to think about some stuff because you don't have three other players because right. you had to make room for this guy for that guy. And his his contract that that's the whole other game. Like, there's the game on the field, there's the game on the sidelines, and then there's the game in in the finances where you've got to make everything fit under the cap. You've got to be able to trade you got to keep those relationships open just yep football it i don't think football really has an off season like no 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 because i'm hyped to shit about just people switching teams and then they i don't know if they've intentionally done this or if it just organically happened but it's a show like oh for sure it's it's a whole production like a like a whole like not, not even just for the league, but the players. Like the players want to uh, hype up their profile a bit and build a and build their worth and be able to parlay that into other contracts or endorsements or deals and stuff like that. Everybody just trying to get their money. What's <laughs> crazy? Look at uh, uh, what's his name, Preston Smith, and uh, when he saw what um, who got signed. As soon as he saw Chandler Jones get his contract and uh, Khalil Mack, then he decided to back out of his contract with the Ravens because he figured, well, if they're getting that much and you guys offered me this, I definitely can get more than that offer sheet. That's exactly what he said. That's why Wait, he backed out who? of the deal. Um, Preston Smith? Or was it Darius? Sorry. Oh, da- oh. he was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I, I think Sorry, I'm better guys. than that. Yeah, I'm better than that contract. So now he's in talks with uh, Dallas. Damn, because they okay. lost, they lost uh, Gregory. Uh, who else? They lost somebody else. But so, yeah. I mean, it all depends. Like on the next time, like that's why people wait so long to sign. They want to see mm-hmm. what the market looks like. So guys like you know your top guys like Chandler Jones sign first, and then it'll trickle down. Just like. Um, like you were saying, everybody waited for Aaron Rodgers to sign that deal. And that way, every other quarterback could gauge what they're able to get. Um, <clears throat> Matt Ryan. Okay, so Ryan Fitzpatrick gets injured. Plays for the Washington football team. And then Kyle Allen. Who was it? Who's the it kid was that was playing? Kyle Allen. Allen because he played under, uh, what is their coach's name? She's Rivera, Rivera in Carolina. So he was familiar with Allen. Ah, okay. Kyle Allen 
he's not the guy. They trade for Carson Wentz. They trade three or they trade two third rounders to the Colts for Carson Wentz. The Colts trade one of those third rounders to the Falcons for Matt Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) So now Matt Ryan's in Indianapolis. And then the Falcons, to replace Matt Ryan, go ahead and sign our cousin, Marcus Mariota, to a two-year deal. So what actually happened was the Colts were trying to get Mariota. I don't think he wanted to sign with them. So they went and looked for a trade somewhere else, got that trade, and then Mariota's like, oh, shit, you know what? I'm going to let that <laughs> why don't you, you know think you wanted? Why don't you think you wanted to go to Indy? The like the place, the situation, the roster, maybe the system. I don't know. Oh, oh plus, okay. I mean, uh, Jonathan Taylor as your running back, you could start making that. Michael Pittman outside. Mariota's familiar with yeah. Art Smith. He was Art Smith was in uh, Tennessee. Yeah. I think they were they were together when uh, they drafted. Some stuff like that, like stuff we don't and now, know. Now he's the the head coach for. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now so he's the coach for the Falcons, so he's like, "Let yeah. me go grab my boy. He at least can. Yep. I he knows can, what I, I want. How to talk to him, and he knows yep. what I want. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That okay. comes a lot. And you know, Mariota is one of those guys that you want to sign. He's such a great guy. You know, he signed with the Raiders, but he kept taking pay cuts those last two years. To make things work for the Raiders, I mean, oh, not too many, not too many people do that because there were teams that were ready for him to start and give him more money. But he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna play it out with the Raiders, which was smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wish they would have let him throw yeah. a lot more, but you know, you can still see he can make like 40, 30 yards yeah. down the field. <sighs> Man, that's crazy. He, uh, they, uh, the Raiders had him as like the. Uh, Wildcat quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, which is funny because he's actually got a really better arm uh than you'd think. Like he's really good throwing. Um he's he's a really good quarterback. It just so happens that he ran a four four coming out of college. I'm trying to see what his career stats are for uh interceptions and touchdowns. Uh just to kind of compare <coughs> against yeah. uh, I mean, those other ones. What's that new coaching staff came once? 77 and 45. I mean, once that new staff came in, they didn't really give him a chance to develop. They were ready to go with Tannenhill. And so once uh, Mariota got hurt, they were just like, well, we're just going to stick with Tannenhill. They just didn't give him a chance. And that's why you despise Ryan I mean, that's part of the reason. I just, yeah, I mean, it's just... People are like, oh, yeah, he's worth the money. Where? <laughs> Where is he worth the money? They make the playoffs? Not through Without him? Without Derrick Henry? Man, huh? man, hell no. Huh? Derrick Henry already got them to the playoffs. At that <laughs> before before his, he ran out. Oh, man. God. Man, all the best to Derrick Henry. I knew that my fantasy season was over. I was like uh, in, in one of the leagues with Luke and a bunch of the guys out in uh, – uh, Oregon and Washington. Um, I had Derrick Henry, and I was like seven and one. I finished like seven and six. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> bro! I had seven hundred dollars in my pocket, and it just oh. He said, "I had money, dog." I had that money counted. I was first, bro, in like two, three different leagues, and I was like, 
it's the midway point. I know better than to think, you know, that this money is mine. But what if I just take second place? What if I think that? Then that's like <laughs> that's like three hundred dollars. That's still great. <laughs> oh man, and that's the scary thing. About I got zero. I ended up with zero dollars. <laughs> like if you run Derrick Henry so long, you got to believe that that injury was part of his body breaking down a little bit. Well, okay, so but that was the thing up to that point. Was that yeah. he had never been like hurt out like that for a long time I mean. and missed games. He was yeah. the guy that you could give 400 carries to back to back seasons because he's just built for that until, yeah. you know, just until something slipped and his knee <laughs> gave out. Like, yeah, until, until that shit ran out. Like, you can only do so much manipulation and strengthening to your body before. It's physical limitations coming into play. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> Derek Henry's a beast. I'm sure he's almost fully recovered right now. No, if he had that, he wasn't too bad in the playoff game. So, I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see uh, how that changes, how all these, uh, these trades and free agency changes are going to affect the fantasy season coming up. Do oh. you take Devontae Adams in the. First three picks. First three, you know what? Actually, yeah. If he's available as a wide receiver, uh, I'm, he's going to be my first wide receiver. I think. But you, so you think you'll be able to get him in the like the? I think so because of so, the first round. I think so because everybody goes running back. Everybody's good. Okay, right, right, right. But like, I think uh, how many wide dark- receivers? How many clear cut? Ahead of Devontae Adams, wide receivers are there. I think what's his name can be. Um, you go Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. What's his name? Uh, Stefan Diggs. Diggs, Diggs. I mean, because he's so consistent. Mm, uh, I take Devontae over Diggs. Yeah, Diggs disappeared a couple times on me last year, man. I was, I, I think. I think the only person right now who you could probably, and even if it's just off of one season, man, but you saw him just destroy teams is Jamar Chase. Like, yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if, if Jamar Chase is up there, I don't know if you go Devontae Adams first. <sighs> like, that might be tough. Hmm. I'm not saying you outright be like, oh, shit, Jamar Chase, I'm going to take Jamar. But you'd have to think about it. Yeah. But I do, yeah, I do sure. know this. If the Raiders do have a lot of red zone, um, uh, if they're in the red zone a lot next year, mm-hmm. I think either Devontae Adams or Darren Waller is going to really, really benefit Damn. next year in the red zone. Would you would you take like a, a Raider stack team? Are you going to take like all Raiders in one of your leagues next year? Just no, I couldn't. So... Like, Hunter Renfro, <laughs> he gets yards. And then like. I mean, at PPR, you know, I would take Renfro, bro. Because he oh, scored a lot of touchdowns, too. Okay. In the red zone, his, man. Ugh. Oh, man. Imagine Yo. imagine watching him and Devontae run those routes together. Oh, my gosh. And then Waller just standing in the corner by himself like, see, I am open. Don't to me. <laughs> yeah, Darren Waller's just like, I'm taller than this one person who's guarding right. me. Throw it on is- over. They put a DB on me. <laughs> 
And I like McDaniels as, I mean. That's the other thing. Josh McDaniels, offensive yeah. mastermind. Right. Allegedly, you can't knock it. He did reportedly. Right. He did his He's, thing. In, in, okay. But that was in, the other in, thing. Listening back, uh, listening into like the Bill Simmons podcast, who's like a big Patriots fan. Right. He was talking about Josh McDaniels having these types of players um, in in New England. He's right. had a, a Hunter Renfro before in Wells Fargo. Right. He's had um, a Devontae Adams and Randy Moss. He's had uh, a Darren Waller before. In uh, Bronco. Uh, Hernandez. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, really. Imagine if Hernandez had stayed in the league and him and Gronk just killed oh, him. Oh, yeah, that two you tight end. That two you wouldn't tight even end. need a receiver. Yep, you would just yeah. run those two. They just no, ran, get, like, what, 21, 22 personnel or something like that? I get I get oh, what he was saying 11. in the broadcast. And that's why uh, he brought Ziggler with him to build in that team, mm. which was smart. Mm. He, he, he rallied to bring Ziggler over. And they all go to the same college. Then you look at the staff, and then you look at some of the scouts. They all go to John Carroll. They all have this, this tie together. And I, I don't care what people say, man. Connections like that, they matter. Yeah. I don't care what people say, man. Those connections matter, even especially in this. Because now you have guys who are all like-minded, and you mm. don't have to be. One, Ziegler and McDaniel probably won't be questioned because those guys have seen what they've done before. Two, when you say something, they're going to listen because, again, They've been in the system before. And now you don't have to teach anything new, and these guys are going to come in and know how to teach these players. Mm. So it's exciting, man. It's I, exciting. I, yeah, I don't like how well-organized and smooth things are going for this transition for the Raiders. I <laughs> uh, don't like it at all. It seems very productive and efficient, and it, I don't like that it's setting you guys up for success. Uh, don't need that. <laughs> it it feels like it feels like Patriot moves. You know what I mean? Like they're solid. Moves. I mean, getting Devontae Adams though, because your quarterback was so. Does this like raise the profile of Derek Carr? Like, is Derek Carr yeah, a shot quick, caller? Huh? What's up, Pete? Oh, gotcha. <coughs> Tommy. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you you guys started it. You guys went out and you guys got um Khalil Mack, which I know Raiders fans were probably like <sighs> you know, will probably like <laughs> welcome back to the division. Right. He's like, well, you know what? You can have that fool. He's 33 years old. Then everybody was else was like, damn, if they signed him, how come we didn't go after him? You know. There were so many Raider fans that were so like they wanted such a big splash right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was horrible listening to some of these guys. Khalil wasn't trying to go to the Raiders. No. It's not. It wasn't an option. Don't no. trick yourself into thinking I, McDaniel should have gone after Khalil no. Mack or anything. Yeah. Th- you know what? I think if Gruden was there, I think he might have had a chance to come over. I think. I mean, Gruden are tight, yeah. Well, Gruden's the one that traded him, so. <laughs> Oh, okay, then no. <laughs> Wait, but Gruden is weird. I think he would have had Wait, a chance. Who Did he hell no would not have had a chance? Bro, that it hurt my feelings, bro. Cause so they got Gruden one day, and then I was talking about something with somebody, and I was like, bro, I don't hope I, I hope I don't wake up in the morning and they traded Khalil Mack. 
my gosh. I woke up in the morning and that was the first thing I had like, <laughs> down my phone. Bro, did you see what happened? Da, 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 da. I was like, that's hurtful. I was so hurt that morning. I was so sick. I was like, really? And then we went and got cleaning through. I was even more hurt. I was like, bro, come on, man. So, but you got, yeah, you guys signed a Mac and you guys got stole JC Jackson from us. <laughs> nah, he said he wanted to play with Derwin James. Oh, dope. That's dope. Yeah. They dropped up. Uh, they were watching film yesterday at uh, the Chargers uh, training place. See, already. So, oh, I, I mean, guess. everybody's just getting better. And then I don't know how. I think Juju's going to uh, perform better playing with Kelsey and um, uh, Tyreek Hill because that's he did his best in Pittsburgh when they had uh, the crazy guy, Antonio Brown. Antonio. I think, that, yeah, I think that's going to revive uh, Juju's career. Juju Smith-Schuster in Kansas City. Right. Not that he was horrible. He just he was injury prone and he just, I mean, everybody was able to key in on him after that. It's like Ty Lockett said, man, this this next this next Madden gonna look totally different. Oh man, I seen a meme the other day and it said uh it had all the Monday night games. It's uh, every Monday night game for next season. AFC West battle, AFC West battle, AFC West battle. That's <laughs> like, oh. gonna be I mean, we only got six. Six. How many division games are there? Six, right? No. Total. Don't we play each other twice a year? Yeah, but there's four teams, right? So you play. Four. What is the. (laughs) I'm like, what is the. No, you play six games. You play six division games, right? Right. Times four teams in the division. Right. You have 24 total division games. Okay, yeah. You could make those every Monday night. Pretty much <laughs> Thursday night, so oh boy, yeah, it's just gonna be hot. Uh, AFC West is definitely boosted and bolstered up their rosters to catch up with Kansas City. And so then it's Denver not, signed a uh, they signed another they oh, signed a defensive end to play with uh to play with Chubb. Who did they sign? A defensive end, Denver signed somebody else to play on their line alongside Chubb. Yeah. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. We're not gonna do nothing. Let's uh, let's wrap episode eighteen. What's uh, anything uh, coming up? Yeah, man. You? Uh, North Carolina is gonna win the uh, NCAA championship. Just letting everybody know now. If Where, you're not a Tar Heel is... fan, then I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> what, how much of the uh, tournament is left? What are they? What round are they? Six, we're in the Sweet Sixteen now. Round of sixteen. We'll, you know what? We'll t- next. We'll just get on next episode and we'll Sounds talk good. about how I cannot follow college basketball. Well, before we go, <laughs> let me give you. This is how I do it. You pick your one team. You're gonna follow them right. directly. <laughs> And oh, then, and then that's how you follow others is through right. them playing them. Okay, so they're gonna play all the. So that way, you guaranteed you're gonna follow them, and at least 
how many do they have to get to? And you're going to follow them and every team that they're going to play there. You know what I mean? And then uh, another, so you do that, whatever team, uh, whatever region your team is, you just follow that region until they start going into like the Sweet 16 and then they have to mix regions. That's, well, then that's how I was following it. It was like you and you're good, yeah. You're good. And then in and then you would like get a bunch of Pac-12 ball, and then you would get, you wouldn't get to the tournament, you wouldn't get selected for the tournament, and then it would be like a bunch of people that I don't know who the hell these people are. But just like you said too, you could also follow the team that your conference is coming from, depending on how many uh, teams from the Pac-12 meeting. So I can watch UCLA in the tournament, but right. So you and can I watch know like, about them because they put up points on us. Okay, right, All right. right. Well, so, I don't I mean, want to fucking watch them. <laughs> so, like I said, so you go back to the original one. You pick the one team that you think is going to win. You follow them. You know what I mean? So this is how we do it. When we do our bets, we put up a bracket on the wall. You get one, uh, your main team and one dark horse. So that way. So now you're guaranteed to follow two teams. So you're going to follow your main team and your dark horse team. And then you get to follow whatever team they play. Mm-hmm. So now you're watching like multiple teams anyway. <sighs> yeah, see? I don't know. How much do you, how much money do you win if you fill out a perfect bracket? Man, they have bracket they have brackets that you can fill out you can win a million dollars or a in million, the excess of or, or more a million dollars for a, a perfect, perfect bracket. bracket. And there are no perfect brackets left in the country. None at all. Cuz Crazy stuff happened. Okay. Yeah. No. We're definitely it's it's a it's a big it's a big subject, so we'll save it for the next. I think it's gonna just be all college basketball. And it'll be because, you know, it'll be close to college basketball, like the final four and the, the championship. Right. So this so now it, it's easier for you now. There's only sixteen teams left. <laughs> it's easier for me to easier follow for you now. now. <laughs> easier, you know what I mean? Sixteen teams. Eight on one side, eight on the other. They're going to play each other. So, tons easier to follow now and more exciting. It's a lot more exciting now because it's getting yeah. a little bit more personal for people. I, uh, I can see that. I can see the end of the tournament. So, the beginning, right, right. the – I don't know how – are you – when you guys fill out brackets, are you like, oh, yeah, this 64 seed has a really good stretch four and they're playing, you know, the one seed in the east – and they're gonna be, or is it just like you kind of throwing darts at these, like I mean, the top half? So teams? like, you're you're one through, you're one through five seeds. You'll probably know a lot about those teams because mm-hmm. those teams are either at the head of their conference or they're a top twenty five team at one point in the season. And then everybody after your five <clears> seed <throat> is going to be kind of tough because they're also going to be like from uh, automatic bids from winning their conference. And you don't have to be the top player or the top team in your conference to win your conference tournament. You just have to be good on that week. <laughs> okay. And then you get the automatic bid. So uh, I mean, it's tough to like, if you really have a lot of time, you're obviously going to like try to win a million dollars in a bracket and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to study some of these lesser known teams. That way you have a better chance of, I guess an upset, but that's even hard too. Cause you can't predict really an upset. Like you can look at a team and be like, you know what? They're actually pretty good. And this team that's ranked high was just a fluke. You can see that. But mm-hmm. like uh who just won? St. Peter's. St. Peter's. 
who, oh, come on, none of those kids on that team were ranked coming out of high school. But rankings are stupid. I, I mean, but you do need them to see who the actual top tier players are. But your program, if you're running your program right, rankings don't matter. Like, and they've proven, you know, I will, if I have yeah. to take a, if I can get one five star and three, three stars and like the rest of the team, just regular dudes, that's enough. But like Kentucky has like five stars sitting on their bench. And, and they lost Peters, to St. Peter's. Murray Someone uh, a, was at St. Peter's campus and they were like filming the campus and they were just standing on the street and it was like a, a small town apartment complex and they were like you just got beat by this these guys their gym is like a park like rim that's so funny so you think you think north carolina is gonna win in my heart yes i'm I, i'm not i'm a fan i am a fan i've been a north carolina fan there's only uh, two other teams that i've ever been a fan of uh, all three actually. Uh, UConn's 1997 championship team. I followed UConn that year. Um, the Michigan Fab Five team, my favorite team of all time, and the Arizona Wildcats, who won the championship right before that 97 uh, championship team in UConn, that had uh, one of my favorite college point guards ever, Mike Bibby, Miles Simon, didn't even play one season in the NBA. Michael Dickerson, AJ Bramlett, who you've never heard of, I'm naming guys. And he, I mean, he's like, who's AJ Bramlett? He was a 6'11, lanky dude that blocked everything. So athletic. Then they had this guy, Bennett Davidson, who was like 6'5, but his shoulder would go above the rim when he dunked. They were so athletic, no one could beat them. And they beat a team that had Ron Mercer on it, Scott Padgett, and who else? Kentucky had the team that year. Oh, uh, Derek. Oh, gosh. Anyway, Kentucky had the team. Had they, they it was their championship to win, and Arizona just took them apart. Uh, and that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I don't. It's still. I don't know. Luke, who's uh, who's winning? Wait, what's the most money you've seen uh, of winnings for a perfect bracket? Have you guys seen a perfect bracket? No. no, I've never seen a perfect. Bracket. I mean, but like, okay, so is it just who has the fewest wrong wins well, the top after, prize, or do you have to I, have a perfect bracket to get? No, after so after percentages. there's no perfect brackets, then they just go to the best bracket left. Okay, so it's yeah. so it's a million dollars for the best bracket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, I've seen a perfect bracket go all the way into like final four. That was it. The guy. I mean, but at that point, you won, missed, yeah. right? Yeah. There was there was a girl who there was a girl who did it once, but she penciled it in. And she <sighs> she had one like a legit one and totally random. Wasn't even a basketball. I'll try to find that one. But that yeah. that was insane. I I was in like middle school. I don't remember that. But. Who, do you, who do you think's gonna win this tournament this year? I have Duke winning it. And then Gonzaga, and I have Duke and two of them, and Gonzaga and one of them. Gonzaga so far is the consensus, like the popular uh, pick right now. USC screwed me, man. I fuckers. They're almost like the Seahawks to me right now. It's just pathetic. How do you lose in the first round, bro? Come on. <laughs> so that's that Aaron Rodgers. 
That's what he did. I feel like, okay. Next, uh, <clears throat> next episode is March Madness, and Luke's gonna explain why Jody Allen is tanking both the Blazers and the Seahawks, and what we need to do about it to hey, get them. I mean, you, winning. You guys again. are about to uh, push for Jeremy Grant, so I mean, that's to look forward to that. Jeremy Grant's what top twenty? I think he's top twenty in the league. Yeah, he's pretty good. At least at his position. I mean, when you go down to it, Portland needs to make a move, move, move this offseason. Well, I think they're trying to, yeah. Who do you want to see? They're pushing for him pretty hard. They're going to probably get Grant. They've been talking about that for almost for a long time now. Mm, I think he's back up again. I think you would like you would like to keep Dame and bring in Grant. Dame Stan for sure. Well, his contract is still, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen as far as – it's just not. And Dame wants to stay. So, you got Dame, you got Anthony, you got Josh Hart. You could have Grant. You got Nasir Little. Nurkic. Right. And then I like – I really like Justice Winslow. I think he's going to fit in really nice once they have a, the set team. He's probably your best defensive player at this point. He's sweet. He, when they were kind of on that little run before the All-Star break, it was like – they're playing way too good to tank. Like we need to, we need to do something. And now, mysteriously, they are all hurt. There's a lot of good draft picks coming on this year. So <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't know. they caught the they caught the tank. They got the tank. Nerds out for a month. Anthony starts going off for thirty plus multiple nights in a row. Bam, he's out for a month. It's just like. <laughs> It's not fun. I ne- I can't believe it's happening to Portland, but it's gonna it's gonna be okay. It's all gonna be worth it. Trust the process. Make another <laughs> trust, the- <laughs> trust the process. Uh, shout outs, <clears throat> Luke. You got any shout outs? You, my friend, and yes. Sammy. Congratulations, dude. Thank man. You. Oh man, we're yeah, we're getting getting on my swaddle game. There's uh, we're really trying to have her the day before (laughs) on the 15th. I think (laughs) it's cool. Well, now we, Nora and Luke's son, have the same birthday (laughs) on March 16th. That's cool, bro. We're gonna have these parties, man. It's gonna be dope. It's lit. It's See, and anytime so you guys can combine the party, man, that's money bro. saving. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, that, that bowling party the other day would have been a hundred dollars. Not <laughs> let's go. But then, yeah, nah, we would have like that's gonna be crazy because we're gonna be able to pull together our money and resources for bigger parties. We're gonna get bounce houses. Let's yep. go. We're gonna charge other kids to come and make up some of that money. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> I know, but you gotta have a 20 kid limit i don't know but we'll figure it out besides the obvious connection they're always gonna grow up having that connection yeah and that's, that's so dope that's gonna be uh yeah, yeah sorry don't get your own birthday there's only 365 days in the year and there are 7 billion people a lot of people share birthdays i'm glad i'm glad that uh cam and nora will have that first cousins that's, That's crazy. Let's go. Wow. How how much how much did the how much did she weigh coming out? 
Uh, Nora weighed nine pounds eight ounces. That's a big girl. You yeah. guess how much Cam weighed? Eight. Six point eight. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Six. Is that like small or normal or? It's just a nine flipped upside down, and they're the same. And then their birthday <laughs> is the same. And then you know what else is weird? Nora was born at twelve oh four, right? Mm-hmm. Camden was born at twelve. <laughs> so they're like twins, two years apart. Two years apart, and it's kind of cool, kind of creepy. <laughs> Man, life is awesome. It's dope. We're uh, yeah. It's gonna be fun, and man, yeah, it's gonna. We'll we'll see how it goes out, and I'm I'm glad we're gonna have all these joint birthday parties and stuff. You guys should uh, move to Portland. All right, just come watch Blazer games whenever you want. You go. To, we'll walk over to the Moda Center with the kids. You know, I'll go to fucking Blazer home. games with you, bro. <laughs> come through. I never. For you guys, slide. Uh. <laughs> Forrest, you got any shout outs? Man, you, man, you and Sammy, man, it's gonna be the perfect couple, man, to have with such a beautiful baby, man. So you guys deserve, you guys deserve Nora, man. That's great. Before you jumped on uh, Luke, his new call sign is Big Papa Dog. That's your name, dog. Big Papa Dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what all the kids gonna call you. Watch. You got the beard for it, you got the hair for it. They're gonna love you at Christmas. Oh, oh man, yeah. Just I'm not. I haven't even started to fully comprehend like the the future holidays and events and dad stuff I'm gonna be doing. You probably tell you the same thing, man. It's gonna be an everyday thing where you think you come to this realization, like, damn, I'm a dad. Something happens, and then something happens again. You're like, damn, I'm a fucking dad. But you also will have those days, like. Damn, I'm a fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure. take them all in, man, because before you know it, you're going to have to do this to see mm. Nora while she's in college. You know what I mean? Or, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Doing a sports cast for somebody else. Or she's, you're going to have to watch her on her own podcast talking about how bad her dad's Lakers are while she's a Blazers fan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I have to let her choose what team exactly. she likes. You have to. I mean, you can, no. you can suggest as she gets older. Right. You can like subliminally put it in her head. <laughs> so you, should, you know, just which, kind is, of... which is what Luke is going to do also as an uncle. So Dude, it's be uh, my buddy just just bought Camden. He's like, oh, you're going to love it, dude. And I'm like, all right, what is it? He bought him a LeBron three year old jersey, like. Huh. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, I was like, awesome. You're like, why? But like, why? And he's like, because, dude, LeBron's the goat, and he needs to know that he has his own choice, and he can pick whoever he wants. And LeBron's the goat. And he's like, I was just. Have you thrown that jersey away yet? I'm. I gotta keep it, right? You've got to keep it for at least like a year in the back in the closet. When he comes over, sixty bucks probably on it. When he comes over, then you can put it on Cam. 
and then when he yeah. goes, you take it right back off. Only yeah. in the living room, no outside. Right. No, don't let him go outside in the living room. Cam's gonna be like, Dad, but you said I can't wherever I go, I can't wear this. Hey, bro, <laughs> make sure no pictures are taken, no recordings happen while he has the jersey on. Yeah, right, it's gonna be the same thing when I send Lance this uh, Raiders onesie. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I will love and support this child through anything. <laughs> Even a Raiders fandom. I'm gonna, I just will be I'm gonna get a, a Raiders one. Not want to talk a, about football with her. Like she's the only person in the world I don't want to talk football with. It's because it hurts too much. Cause she's like, Yeah, Josh McDaniels is in his 36th year as head coach and he's won 14 Super Bowls and it's really good. And I'm just like, Nora. Go to your own home. You shouldn't be here anymore. Go to your fucking Raider mansion that you won from betting on your team. And Ooh, so now, a, you know, I live a, uh... in a poor Chargers double wide trailer. Your mom left me because I can't quit the Chargers. And Raiders are now. Man. No. It's a Raiders onesie no. and, the, no, and the UCLA bib, dog. A Raiders onesie and the UCLA bib. Eucla. No. Man, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a trip. Nora Jean Asolulu Falitomo, born twelve oh four on Wednesday, March sixteenth, two thousand twenty two. Eight nine pounds, eight ounces, twenty one and a half inches long, head full of hair. Got a fat nose. She got a butt chin. Rolls yeah. man, yeah. It's it's uh I'm in love, bro. She just loves you like no other, my God. Baby. I'm just like, what? But it's also super surreal. Like, it's it doesn't feel fully real yet. Like, I know that's my kid. I know, like, we're going to raise her and love her. But it's like, where did she come from? <laughs> She's just like, it's just. Right. She just showed up. <laughs> the new roommate. The start dropped her off. Yeah. <laughs> Man. man, it's uh, man. I want to shout out to uh, Sammy for sure for these last these last nine months, these last this last week, everything that's happened. Man, to moms that you know decide that they want to bring in life <clears throat> and go down that uh that journey of their bodies becoming like human production uh spaces to create life and like all the things that they go through during that process and the pains and the discomfort and the appointments and the uh yeah man it's a lot and it really just shows how much you know instinctual love there is i think in the world that people would actively decide that they want to do go through all of that and it being so worth it um uh, totally easy for me to say as someone who didn't have to go into labor didn't have to carry her but just super grateful super very uh appreciative um and forever indebted um uh to sammy for bringing in our kid and I think the the best thing I can do is just, you know, love, support, 
us be a good team, help um, help raise Nora to be happy, healthy, and follow follow her dreams and passions, and just try to multiply that into you know what's up, more kids. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. I'm asking if that's a thing, and hopefully keep that going. Hey, that through, through, through modern <laughs> medicine, you, you can carry the next one through modern medicine. <laughs> Modern medicine. Epidurals? Dope. <laughs> Those are needed. Um, but yeah, man. And and shout out to uh shout out to moms for uh for always uh being there from the beginning and showing that uh that level of love that's just unmatched. Yeah, hey man. It's eleven o'clock, man. Don't make me call my mom, man. You, Call your mom. You know something, uh, mom? I'm just going to catch a swear word. What are they, four hours behind? No, my mom's <laughs> in uh, further away. Oh, right. Uh, I'm trying to think that uh, if it's not daylight savings times anymore, it's not going to be. No, it's four. So we're four now. And so people have uh, signed the petition and they might pass it that they'll keep it this way from now on. Nice. Instead of going back What's to the time old? change. Yeah. All right. That's our show. That's episode 18. We're going to just number them from now on instead of doing a, a recap or a, a weekly or uh, just uh, with people. But yeah, episode 18 today was March 21st. Yeah. Appreciate you guys uh, coming on. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Love and light to everybody out there. That's our show. Peace. Peace. show as always sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com for gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com.